Welcome in to the House of L podcast. I am Lawrence Holmes, and I'm your tour guide for today. That's pretty much all I am on today's episode. I appreciate you checking it out, though. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you have uh, checked out the rest of the catalog, too. That's a big deal. I appreciate people going beyond the episode that they are listening to and going back and checking some of the other ones out. Like, I highly recommend the episode on Chadwick Boseman last week and the interview with Mike Brown back in episode 132 is really good, really good. Along with my guys on the Baseball From Home podcast who provide all the cool baseball stuff, Connor and Joe are doing a great job. So any episode that I put out with them on it, please, please, please support it. Thanks to everyone who subscribes and who gives us a five-star rating. Go do that. Go pound that right now. Give us a five-star rating. We actually, for a little teeny tiny independent podcast, have, I think, 1,200 ratings. So that's amazing. So I thank you sincerely for that. We are brought to you by Mazda of Orland Park. If you're looking for a unique car buying experience, go see Eric and everyone over at Mazda of Orland Park. Or you can check out their selection of cars at ZoomZoomNation.com. And one of our major benefactors, our buddy David Hochberg, if you are buying or refinancing a home, and you are looking for someone that can help you out in that regard, you need to call David Hochberg. Do me that favor and call him at 855-56-DAVID. And when you do call him at that number, be like, hey, Lawrence was singing your praises on the House of L podcast. He said that you could help me. That would help us. You can check out his website too, 56david.com. Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender NMLS number 1124061. One of the things that I'm trying to do in the short term with House of L is I'm experimenting. Like I'm trying different things out. Sometimes it's stuff that I would think about doing on the radio show, but then being like, eh, do you really have enough time on in the two hours that you're on the air to do a segment like this justice? In some cases, the answer is yes. In some cases, the answer is no. So if I feel like I have a really good idea and I need the space to play with that idea, I will sometimes bring that idea here. And that's what this episode is about. If you go back and listen, you scroll through the catalog, the episode with Joe Cowley, where it's Joe Cowley and I just talking about his career and his life, I honestly think it's one of the best episodes that I've done talking about him overcoming cancer twice, how he feels about journalistic integrity, Cali Island, everything. You should go back and, and, and find that episode. It's really tremendous. Cali's also a very serious gamer. And he's been doing these reviews of Madden for about seven years for the Sun-Times because he plays pretty religiously. And so last Saturday, I got up and I saw the, the latest review and I said, you know, I would love to give Joe more room than what he has in the digital space or in the paper to talk about what he likes and what he doesn't like about Madden 21. So I went, I was on this bike ride, like thinking about it. I was in, I remember I was in South Shore and I was like, I should get Joe to 
to to do an episode of the podcast just on Madden. And so I texted him, and it took him a couple of days, and he got back to me. He's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. Yes, I'm basically just going to let you roll, and you tell everyone about the game. He agreed, and we got together. And I told him, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to open up the Zoom chat. I'm going to get out the room and I'm going to let you say what you need to say. There, I did jump back in towards the end of the episode because I wanted to ask him some questions. But I wanted to maybe make start making some space for some gamer analysis on House of L. You know, like I'm not, I'm not really a gamer. Like I still have, I'm still a Nintendo dude. Like I still have my SNES and my regular, not my regular, but the pocket size NES. Like if I ever get nostalgic, I go and play those games. I'm not very good at the games on PlayStation. Like I, I've lost my edge. I don't play that much and it sucks because I wish I could be the one doing the analysis. But the great thing is, is that there are smart people who can do the analysis for me, like Joe Cowley. So I'm going to get out of his way, at least for the first portion of this. This is Joe Cowley giving you a thorough review of Madden 21. You know, guys like myself and guys that have kind of been these Madden lifers, this was always like kind of a special time of year. It's almost like Christmas for grownups when you get Madden. And for the product to come in like it did was really disappointing. And, and, you know, the two things that came to my mind were, A, working from home for this group, for EA, for, for, you know, everyone involved obviously had an effect where they couldn't get the product to where they wanted to, or B, they've kind of fallen in love with being the only big dog in town and having the rights to the NFL for, you know, and that's the thing. It's the NFL rights to be a simulation game. Instead, it was a game that looked like they were in, oh shit, we're not ready, but we got to ship it mode. And so, I mean, that, that was to me was the initial huge disappointment. The thing I also didn't like when you send out a game and you're asking people to spend, you know, 59 and, and that's just for the PlayStation four, the Xbox one, knowing that there's new systems coming out in about three months and you ask them to spend that amount of money. And the first week you tell people, look, we have to send out a bunch of downloads, a bunch of fixes, a bunch of patches to fix things up. And these weren't small mistakes. I mean, this was like people going through other people like into them and morphing into them. This was like face recognition being blurry in the storyline, my career, you got guys walking in with a different uniform than the team that they're on. I mean, these were big mistakes that you would say, okay, you've had a year to get, to get this laid out and be ready to attack this. And this is the best you came up with. So that's where the big criticism was, was a, was this COVID working at home, unable to connect and be in that office on a day-to-day basis with each other as, as the devs and the developers, you know, uh, usually are, or B was this just flat out laziness. And, and either way, the initial disappointment that Madden 21 is getting um, is deserved. But what I will say is Unlike other games, the Madden community speaks loud and the devs listen to that community and they're already listening. You know, it seems like some of the things like the franchise mode has kind of been on ignore for the last three or four years. 
the other negative too, I'll start off with all the negative stuff. So, I mean, you know, and buyer beware. The other thing too, they did, you know, kind of the face of the franchise, which is their attempt to be NBA 2K and, and immerse you into a character that you create, you bring him through the, the, the rigors of, of high school and recruiting and then college, and then you get drafted and blah, blah, blah. But the storyline compared to NBA 2K storylines, and I'm not going to lie, I just got the NBA 2K early version the other day, and I've been kicking that around. I haven't had the time I've, I've, I've wanted yet to invest in there. That hopefully will be this weekend. But the storyline is already, it's just realistic, and it's just good, and it's just good character development. And they get like, you know, they get good actors, and it, you don't, you actually feel like you're being pulled in the game where the Madden storyline for Face of the Franchise was so hokey. I mean, like Hollywood would look at it and go, yeah, this is like a sophomoric script. And that, that was the other disappointing thing is, you know, you could have, there's so many different football angles to come up with and storylines you could have. And they just fell really short on it. So that was a big disappointment too. You know, just, you, you, you want to be immersed in this game and it didn't even allow you to pull in, in the face of the franchise. So to me, those were all the bad things, but Here's the good things, okay? The yard, I like the attempt at the yard, the game mode, the yard, because it reminds me of that, you know, Lawrence Taylor, the blitz, where it was just crazy longish yard. I'm going to, you know, whap this dude and make him flip three ways to Sunday, and you could snap to any of the other five or other six guys. It's, it's a multiplayer. It's an attempt at basically the playground version of NBA 2K, but it's called the yard, and the the one thing I'll say, the football fields they put, you know, some are like in urban areas, some are like, you know, out in the boonies. Um, they did a real nice job as far as that kind of look. It's not your normal. It looks like a, it looks like you're with your boys playing backyard football. So I will say that that's kind of cool. And I think they're trying to capture young people into Hey, this is, this is football. This is backyard football. You could snap it to anybody. You can multi-pass on a play. You could throw it twice. And so it gets, you know, it gets creative and I think little kids will be attracted to it. But again, getting back to the Madden lifers, that's not what we get Madden for. We don't get it for some kind of hokey, unrealistic football. We get it for the realism. We get it for the thing that says that's in your title and in your contract. We are the, we are the only simulation that the NFL has approved and that's what it's supposed to be. And this, the yard's not a simulation. It's, it's, it's an acid trip on football. So, or it's football on an acid trip, I should say. So, you know, the uniforms, are, there's some crazy uniforms you could get, you win games, you get more coin, you buy more different, you know, different looking uniforms and stuff. I, I like the fact that they flip things quickly. Like a lot of the uh, stuff you can buy, whether it's an armband or a visor, you know, has like, you know, important slogans with with what's going on today quality stuff like that and um i thought that was really cool because to me that was a storyline that they flipped quickly into this thing um with everything that's been going on in the united states and and, and basically across the world so um I, I was glad to see that some of the uniforms are really cool looking once you unlock them and and, and purchase them my son you know i got a 11 year old so 12 year old son just turned 12 and He's already like, we got to get this one. We got to get this one. We got to get this one. So, you know, it was cool to see him get excited about that stuff. And I think that's what the yard does. It kind of pulls the younger audience into it. You know, ultimate team with the cards, 
you know, that kind of fantasy football meets you when you were nine years old, opening up a pack of football cards uh, mentality. Um, I still like it. it. It hasn't changed much. I still like it. I like the fact that they have, you know, a lot of modern guys, but then they bring in legends and older guys. I'm my 12 year old kind of has really embraced that idea of football. And, you know, I remember four years ago, the first time he saw Barry Sanders, he went and Google videos of Barry Sanders and, first time he saw Deion Sanders he you know googled a bunch of stuff from Deion and that, that's why he wears number two this year in his real football league and so you know that was kind of cool for me to see that he's kind of embraced the past of the game I don't know if all kids do that but you know he's into it so but yeah I still like ultimate team and kind of building a team I still like I still like the regular franchise mode I wish they would put more into it um, it seems they've kind of dummied it down, like, the, you know, just the trade engine and stuff like that seems to, you know, they just seem to have that on autopilot. The nice thing is they can fix this as we go along. I mean, the mechanics of the stick work and stuff are still Madden, which is nice. I've always liked that. I always like the flow. You know, you hit a guy to swing pass or you hit a guy with a wide receiver screen. You know, there's just some work he could do if you, if you, if you get the stick work down. The, the big thing, every year they tweak a position. This year was the defensive line and the ability to rush. And it's, it's, it's better. It's, I'm not going to lie. You know, that, you know, people used to not like being a defensive lineman just because you, it was, you know, the same kind of thing. You swim or you, or you, or you strafe to one side. And that was about all you can do where this has actual more realistic pass rushing moves, speed rush, things like that, um, that are kind of fun to play a defensive lineman with. So I'm not, I'm not writing the game off completely. I think if you're a Madden addict and if you're someone that, you know, loves it and gets it every year, you almost, it's like, I guess it's like, you know, the Jordans when they came out every year, they were, some of them weren't the best, but you got them anyway, cause they were Jordans. And, and that's kind of, I think the mentality with this is it, it's a Madden. So you got to go get it. But I would definitely say of the last decade, at least this is probably the the biggest disappointment, I'll say. That's probably the best way to put it. It was the biggest disappointment. That's why initially in the Sun-Times article, I gave it a, a C plus with the hope that it could fix itself, send the patches out and emerge and become something better and, and raise itself to a B minus. But it was definitely the lowest grade I've given a Madden since I started doing this for the Sun-Times. And like I said, it's been you know, I think I've been doing it for the Sun-Times for about seven, eight years, but I've been playing it for life. So, you know, that's the only thing. And, and I'm anxious to see, I'm optimistic and anxious to see if they actually put more effort or they were just saving themselves for the next gen consoles that are coming out around Christmas, the PS5 and the new Xbox, they, they could, could still save it, but they need to work on the on the on this this franchise. It's it's too good. It's too much of a staple of, of gaming community and sports gaming community, uh, more specific. And I hope that they kind of find their way and, and kind of redeem themselves. But this is a season that definitely was kind of a, a gut punch. And thank God NBA 2K came out the last couple of days. So that might be the uh, the one that saves the uh, fall sports lineup. So you know that's really all I could say about it. All right, let me jump in because I want to ask you a couple questions if that's all right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I'm I'm someone who is a casual gamer. Like I'm right. I can I'm I'm an I'm an 8-bit dude is basically what I am. I love my okay. old video games. Right. I still have a bunch of my old video games, but I I've I've only gone up to PS3. I didn't go get the PS4. 
okay. still I think I still have Madden. God, <laughs> I think I think the last Madden I bought was the Madden with Peyton Hillis on the cover. I think that's. Oh my goodness. Yeah. The Peyton Hillis cover. The white rhino, right? Like, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think that's the last one he that the, I bought. He was the fantasy. He was the ultimate vulture. He and Mike Allstott probably had the two biggest vulture fantasy football seasons I could recall. I started thinking about that Arizona, Arizona, that Arkansas backfield back in the day. Like, that was, my goodness, yeah. what they was that Felix Jones, Peyton Hillis, and Darren McFadden, right? Like, they yep, were. Yep. They were unbelievable. So what I wanted to ask you was, I am someone who does enjoy playing, but I feel like the games have have passed me so far by. What can I do to get myself to a point where I'm not laughed off of, of joining you online somewhere and playing? Well, I mean, here's the nice thing about Madden. You don't have to go and play online. And I think that's why they did Ultimate Team, where you could just kind of open up. You know, you beat challenges, you open up packs, you build like this fantasy dream team of old players and new players. And you could play people or you could not play people. Um, you know, I usually just, you know, it got to the point where I used to back in, I remember the highest I ever got ranked in Madden, I got to number nine back in 2004. Holy shit. <laughs> and that was the highest I got. And that's when you had to hook up on the old, you know, and you're like, come on, connection, just stay, just stay. And I got up to number nine and I was playing all the time, anybody, anywhere, any place. And I would definitely say the last probably three years, I just play people I know that are friends online. Um, the last time I played a lot of online football was the, the um, NCAA, the last year of NCAA with Jason Goff, um, who else was in there? Oh, Shepkowski was in there with his Penn State team, and then all the rape stuff came out, and he stopped playing. He couldn't play with Penn State anymore. He's like, I can't, I, I can't play with them. And so, um, who else was in you there? You were, were killing people guys. with Florida State, right? I was Florida State, yeah. I was always Florida State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd run <laughs> five wide with Florida State. And Connor McKnight had a team. He was North Carolina. Golf upset me one time. He this I'm going in to score and he took control of this big defensive tackle who just jumped up and this dude I I still remember the play. It was like the biggest upset in our league and Golf like was just on cloud 9. But um that's the last time I think I played a game where I would just anytime any place anyone was NCAA football. Mad in the last 4 years or so. You know, I played guys that I know that have it. Um, I like playing with my son a lot. Um, you know, where we can both be on the same team and do things. So you, that, that's the thing is you don't, when I go online and just play random dudes, I'm a coin toss now, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you do feel, trust me, you do feel old because some of these dudes, you're just like, I don't have that kind of stick work. And you know, it's not the play calling. It's just, I don't have that stick work that he has, or I don't have the, the playbooks down like he does and the adjustments. I mean, some of these guys, they know how to do the adjustments, the secondary, you know, who to double, blah, blah, blah. I can do some of that stuff. It's, it's complicated out a little bit more. Um, but, you know, so I just stick to people that I kind of feel comfortable playing with and that we could have fun, but I get it, man, because going online now and playing guys, as you get older, it just, it's not as fun. It just gets intimidating. So do you uh, like the gameplay on this version of Madden? 
Yeah, yeah. The gameplay, you know, they're still using that same engine that they switched to like four years ago. It's the same engine. It's a good engine. I mean, uh, the, the gameplay, I think, is pretty realistic as far as, as video gaming and, and sports go. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, you just every so often there'll be a goofy thing or a, a, a glitchy thing. But they, they've always had those little kind of glitches in there. But, you know, that that's not the complaint. The complaint is all the bells and whistles that they could have had with it and didn't but yeah i mean that's that's the nice thing is you don't have to get mad just to play online a lot of a lot of guys do and i think it's definitely generational you know but some guys just like getting on and playing franchise and just operating a team and you know i know guys there's a couple buddies that they operate from like a gm or owner mode and they simulate all the games they don't even actually play them they just like the idea of trading and building teams and and playing 10 years into the future and, or moving the team eventually to Vegas or some guys just like doing the financial part of it and stuff. So it's, it's all there. It's all offered. So, I mean, you don't have to go and say, Oh, I got to get mad. And then, you know, some 23 year old dude who doesn't have a job is going to whoop my ass. Cause he'll whoop your ass. Trust me. <laughs> well, I know, I know that he would whoop mine. What system are you on? I'm on PS4. I've always been a PlayStation guy. Me too. My son, my, one of my sons has a PS4. The other son has an Xbox. Xbox to me always seemed to be for younger people. It seems like a lot of my buddies that are, you know, still, you know, in their 40s and 50s and gaming are, are PlayStation guys. So, you know, I don't know why that is or what that's about, but that always seems to kind of be the uh, the demographic, if, if you want to put it in, in those terms. So should I wait and just get a PS5 or should I get the PS4? They're offering some, they are offering something. I don't remember the details. And if I, you know, if the game, you know, they obviously when you do reviews, they do send you the game for free, but there is some kind of deal where if you bought the game for the PS4, you can either send it back or they give you the PS5 one at a discount. I mean, you can Google that. I'm pretty sure they're doing something where if you have a PS4 and you want Madden, you'll still be able to get the PS5 at either a discount or free or an exchange or something like that. So um yeah and the thing is the problem with that is you know they always change they did this from the playstation 3 to the playstation 4 and when you change console consoles like that and it's months and months later you're almost maddened out by that point you know come holiday time so that's always a tough tough get to to redo a game three months later but you know it makes us see what it looks like on there no doubt so so madden is is your, your number one or is 2k your number one um, Madden still has a more, a, 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 a more special place in my heart. I'll say it like that. But as far as gameplay, I was never great at 2k online. I think I, 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 I played Jason a long time. He whooped my ass. I remember that. I, I, I don't, I don't have many memorable wins in NBA 2k online against dudes. That's for sure. Um, I'd probably say Madden in my heart. But as far as what's more enjoyable, you know, I'm not going to lie. NBA 2K, as far as sports games, is is great. It, it's great. That's a hard – and, you know, getting back to your point, that's a hard game for me to play online. I like just doing my own things on there because I just don't think I'm good enough to go and play online. I just, you know. Have you ever picked up FIFA? No, but uh, here's the funny thing. When you cover a sport – so when I covered baseball – the baseball dudes hated playing any kind of baseball game, you know, whether it's the show, whatever, hated. 
they all played Madden. And it's funny, a lot of the NBA guys, they don't play NBA 2K. A lot of them play FIFA. So especially like the ones that I think, um, like Joakim Noah was a big FIFA guy. Guys that I think have a foreign background or have teammates that talk them into it, love FIFA. You don't see many uh, NBA guys playing NBA 2K. There's a couple of them, and they're, and they're hardcore, the ones that do play. But you'd be surprised how many guys. I haven't been around the Bears enough to know no, those, those guys play. They play Madden. It's it's yeah. at least the, the ones that I cover closely, like they always were paying attention to when the Madden ratings came out. Right. When when the game would come out, like they would it'd be one of those things where we'd be at training camp and we knew the day that the game the, when they got the game. When they got it, they got it early. I remember that. Because we wouldn't see them. Like yeah. would, the whole day, other than on the practice field. We yeah. wouldn't see him. We're like, oh, today's the day the Madden. They got their shipments of Madden, and they're all just right, right, sitting right. around looking at Devin Hester being the the first what ninety nine or one hundred yes, speed yes, on there. Yes, you know, speed, yeah. yeah, that's funny because uh, I remember years ago that when I got thrown on the Bears beat for those three months, right before I started that, um, I did a column. There was a bunch of uh, guys promoting Madden out down in Chicago, so I went there and I talked to Michael Irvin, and even Michael Irvin is from Madden a long time ago. He was even talking about Bill Walsh college football, how important that was to see, because they did like all-time great teams. So, you know, he was picking up the Miami teams and seeing what his rating stuff. But he said every player in the NFL looks and talks about his Madden rating, and if they say it's not important to you, they're lying. I mean, that's how convinced he he saw the importance of Madden in that culture of the NFL. And, and, and so – um, but again, you know, I, I just did that. I mean, you remember I was on that, the bears for the camp and then the Dallas Sunday night game was my last game. So it was a short, sweet stint. And I didn't really get into, I did a story on, on Madden and, and those guys influenced by it, but that was really all I did with it. So, um, I just know that covering the white Sox as long as I did, they were all Madden fanatics, the baseball guys, at least that those groups that I covered, it may have changed by now. And the, uh, a lot of the NBA guys seem to be in, into FIFA or shooting games. Zach, Zach Levine's a huge gamer. He's got a Twitch account, um, plays a lot of different people. He plays uh, Destiny. He's a huge Destiny guy. Um, Apex, he was Apex Legends. Markinen plays. Markinen was – what is he like? I think he likes shooter games. He he and I were both playing the division at the same time, but I think he bagged out of that pretty early. Um, but he likes shoot 'em games. And then like the younger guys, I remember Bobby Portis was a big NBA 2K guy. Um, Cause I remember his first move was he benched Joakim and made himself the starter. I remember his rookie year. Just, Don't write that man. Don't write that though. I was like, no, I'm going to write that. That's a good one. <laughs> so um, I think the younger NBA 2K guys, or the younger NBA guys probably grab it because that's the first time you're in a video game. How cool would that be? You know what I mean? Yeah, you get so, to see yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just, I made my character on NBA 2K, <laughs> and you know, he's always that same short white guard number three that you know <laughs> yeah, but plays you, off the pick and roll, you scores like three have, points a game, and has twelve assists. Right. You actually have game though. Like that's it's that's the thing. Like you actually do have game. Yeah, but it's it's getting slow. And this morning was just brutal. 
it's like getting up at 5 15 to go play i'm like why am i doing this again but i have to do it otherwise i got that guilt i feel you on that i definitely feel you well i i thank you for this man like this is this is fun like this is if you want to come back and do a, a 2k review in a couple of weeks let me know yeah, I'm going to do, I think the Sun-Times, we're going to do the 2K review for the Saturday, the big Saturday section, not this weekend, next weekend. So this is coming out. So it'll be, you know, next weekend. And I'm having, I'm having fun with that. I'm just kind of jumping into things and exploring it. There's a lot of depth of the NBA 2K. Uh, just, and the storyline alone is, it's just good, man. They just get it. They just get it. They get big name actors and it's, it's good. I mean, it really kind of pulls you in. It's, it's, it's a fun way with everything that's going on in this world. It's nice sometimes just to get lost for an hour or two and, and not dwell on reality. A big thanks to Joe Cowley for spending some time on the podcast and helping us out with the Madden review. I'm going to try and convince him that he should do a 2K review. Honestly, here's what I'm working on. I'll tell you because, you know, we family, as Bernie Mac would say, I'm going to try to convince him and Goff to get on the line together and review 2K. See if I can convince them because they're, as you heard, like they're very competitive with each other when it comes to playing Madden or 2K. So maybe I can make that happen. We'll see if if, if Jay's got some time to, to make it all work. Callie said he would do the 2K review. He's not quite done reviewing it for the Sun-Times, but when he is, he said that he'd be cool with coming over and, and, and doing it for us. I had a really incredible conversation with Aaron Simon, who's a big-time gamer, and she kept telling me that I need to wait until the PS5 comes out. So I think I'm going to do that. I also had a conversation with Keisha from um, Sugar Gamers, who's really awesome if you haven't you should follow her it's very simple sugar gamer on instagram she's from inglewood and she's badass and she's been a gamer like her whole life she said the same thing like i should wait for the ps5 so maybe i'll get back into it and maybe next year i'm doing the review of madden 22 i doubt it i'm just i get really frustrated i will say though i was doing to try to get back into it i was doing some practice like, I was doing some Madden practice, and uh, I was pretty happy. I was pretty happy that I was starting to get it. Like, I, I kind of got my chops back, and then, of course, I stopped playing again, which is one of the biggest problems that I have. Oh, by the way, this episode is brought to you by David Hochberg. 855-56-DAVID is where you can call him if you're looking to buy a house or you want to refinance the house that you're in. He really helped me. I had a condo when I was single. And I was like, I'm going to buy a house. So he helped me refinance the condo. He helped me get the money for the house. And I'm happy. So he helped me. He can help you. 56david.com if you want to check it out for yourself. Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 1124061. We're also brought to you by Mazda of Orland Park. They're crazy, and they sponsor a lot of stuff. I'm glad that they jumped on the team with me and sponsor what we're doing. ZoomZoomNation.com, if you're looking for a car, you should check them out. All right, talk to Eric. He'll, he'll hook you up. 
Tell them that you heard about them on the House of L podcast. That type of stuff is important. So we'll see if I get back into gaming. I will say that it's part of my childhood that I wish would translate more into my middle age. Some of it's coming back, though. Like, I'm on the bike now a lot more, and that was one of the things I loved when I was a kid. I loved being on my bike. And I found now that I really love riding my bike around the city. I will say that Thursday was the first time this summer, like I've been wearing a mask like the entire time that I've been riding this summer and it's done wonders for my allergies. But there I was watching TV, watching channel nine in the morning, watching Paul Conrad explain how bad the, the allergens were. And I was like, ha, well, I've got that solved Paul Conrad. And then I got hit in the face with all of that stuff. I was like, what is wrong with me today? Like, why do my sinuses hurt? And why am I so sleepy? And I was like, oh, yeah, those seasonal allergy things that you're allergic to. They must have crept up while you were watering the grass. Not fun. But if I relearned how to love biking, maybe I can relearn how to play video games. So how about this? Hit me up with the email. House of L podcast at gmail.com and let me know if there's another franchise that you would like a review for. And if you were, if you dug the idea, like, I mean, I'll look at the numbers and I'll see how many people downloaded the episode. I can't imagine that it doesn't do well, but if there's another franchise that you would like to have someone review, maybe it's not Cali because who knows if he plays whatever game you want reviewed. But if you're down with having more of these, I'd, I'd like to get your feedback on it. So House of L podcast at gmail.com is the way that you can email the podcast. Thanks for everyone who listened to the, uh, the Chadwick Bozeman episode that, that went out. I really appreciate it. I appreciate that it, it seemed like the messages that I was trying to get out there got out and, and, the idea of trying to do a better job of taking care of our health and each other and some of the issues socially. Um, I introduced my goddaughter to Nikki Giovanni last week. That was pretty interesting because she's 22. And I was like, you need to look at some YouTubes. And she's like, really? And she did. And she's like, I love this woman. Exactly. So I'm glad that I was able to share some of Nikki Giovanni's message. And I feel like from the feedback that I got from people on Twitter and in the email box that some of that stuff did get through. I really loved the the way that they did. They showed Black Panther on Sunday and then they did a retrospective on Chadwick Boseman. I thought it was really great. And I know that, you know, Disney is trying to sell us a ton of stuff like I get it. But I thought that what they put together for Chadwick was pretty awesome. And to have the platform of ABC and to do a commercial free with the movie, I was appreciative of them being willing to open up their platform to to do that. I thought it was really, really cool. So that's it. I thank you yet again. 
for being very loyal to this podcast. Like we had, we moved over to a red circle for dis- distribution and we had an incredible first week as far as downloads go. And I know that's because we are putting out good content and you are loyal listeners to this podcast. So thank you. Please, please, please go back through the catalog, man. Go back. Just scroll down and look. There are a lot of episodes that people miss that are great stuff. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Thanks so much for your support. I will talk to you next time. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.